Oh yeah, we going to the islands right now. It's summertime and the vibes are clear. If you're not on YouTube, go to YouTube right now, sign up, subscribe, like, and share. Let's go. Who told you bad man don't dance? Who told you gangsters don't dance? Even with a weapon on my hip, I dance. Bad man take New vibes, new vibes. Who told you bad man don't dance? <laughs> What do you do to this? What does she mean? She don't even know how to work her microphone. Welcome back, everybody. This is she and I. I am your host, B-Love. And like always, I have my very special host with me. India Marie. (laughs) India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need. But you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. Give it up for yourself out there right now. Clap. No. You want to clap y'all, man. Thank y'all for listening. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in. If you are on YouTube right now, I'd like to give my sincerest apologies for the different vibes that are in the background. I know it's nothing in the background today. Um, no lights, no cameras, plenty of cameras, no action. Um, we had to we had to do some rearranging right now. So we're in the process of rearranging some things. Who knows? We may or may not be in a new studio in the uh, coming weeks. <laughs> You know what I mean? Things may be a little different. Uh, we're trying to we're trying to get a new studio vibe popped off. So you know, we're just trying to figure some things out right now. That's the truth. That's the truth. I don't want. I First just, of just all, chill. it ain't yeah. never been the truth with an S. Well, I mean, with an F. Always been the truth with F, man. No. It's always been. Where she from? Why are you speaking like that? The truth. That's the truth. That was is. ugly. That <laughs> was ugly. Don't say that. Listen, man. Don't say that. Coming from the, the person. Truth. Coming the from truth. the person. You want to talk about people from says, Memphis? Yep, there, there you go. Who says, what's your favorite word? What kind of fish do you like to eat when you go out to eat? Salmon. Oh, now you're going to see it I've right. I've never called salmon salmon. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. What's that thing you stick people with? What? That thing. This thing. A knife? Uh-uh. The longer one. What Man, is it called? Everybody mix see up what sword I'm, and sword. I've never heard of a person that they in my life mix up sword and sword. Everybody well, I know call it a sword. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't say ill. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, how was That's you? a common mistake. Because of the way that sword is spelled, it would make sense for someone to mistake sword, you know, no, when no, it's no, supposed no. to be sword. But truth? Yeah, a lot of people it's say never it. had a death. And I know one said I don't know a lot of people say truth. A lot of people say truth, earth. Uh, give me another one. Come on, help me out out there, man. Y'all know the vibes that you from Mississippi. This is after that this Atlanta, is Mississippi coming out. Atlanta, boy, y'all know. Listen, the earth is my turf. Come on, let's go. T I made that rhyme in the song. So how you gonna tell me? Don't don't, don't be disrespectful. It's Father's Day month, matter of fact. Mind you, it's about to be Father's Day. You being disrespectful on the podcast. Could you can't talk today? I can't talk. I mean, anyways, I, I got a lot of juice in my mouth. I am drinking. <laughs> I am drinking. Listen, man. So the other night, can I say this? She made me take out my aligners the other night before, um, before we start doing adult <laughs> activities. She was like, "Oh my god, you just gonna do that with those in your mouth?" And I'm like, "Bro." Either you want it done or you don't. My teeth doesn't have anything to do with my tongue. So I, you know, I talked to about, I, you know, <laughs> acquiesced to her request. But are you going to stop my flow <laughs> from me going down low? I'm getting, I'm talking about, I'm ready to go. I'm, I've tucked my napkin into my shirt. I have got my <laughs> utensils ready, if you know what I mean. <laughs> And I'm getting ready to do my thing. All of a sudden, uh uh-uh, you need to take those out first. I'm like, wow. (laughs) But we got to respect women. I don't like it. I think think leaving your Invisalign out, I think that leaving your Invisalign in is worse than having braces. What you mean? Like, if you eating some... Oh, you doing some fine dining in locations unknown. Because the the Invisalign like spit already sits in the in the Invisalign. Right. So what if I want to take a little sip later on? I just grab my I grab one get a little sip later on if I'm missing you. 
Missing you is come on. What if I need to do that? I know this is disgusting. I would it's never do absolutely disgusting. However, we're done with this conversation. I just had to say it out we're loud. We're done with this conversation. I got a question that builds off of that conversation. Like, what are some things or what else have I done to like you were in the mood, you ready to go, or vice versa? I'm in the mood and I'm ready to go, and all of a sudden you stop and say, uh-uh, you need to XYZ. I mean, nothing that I can remember. The the, the Invisalign is something that I've just been like. Because the first time it was last year, you did it with a man. And I was like, why you take them out? Yeah, why you ain't say that so this time? I should have. This time I was just like, I'm sick of it. Take them shit out. <laughs> <laughs> take them out. Take but listen, out. sometimes we ain't got enough time to be taking stuff out because we have a crying baby and we need to tend to her and we just got to, you know, find, pick and choose spots where we can yeah, get I'm it so in. T- if, I, if y'all are sitting here looking like both of us, whoo, she looks tired. It's because I am. I, y'all, if I, look, I look like last week and the reason why I look like last week is because I couldn't go in the room and change clothes because she's in our room sleep right now so I'm like oh well got a hat and got a shirt and look like last week <laughs> but yeah we are dog tired um, the baby, I, was, I, I think I'm more tired now than what I was within like the first month of me having her yeah she, 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 she's an animal She's turned into a whole different human being. At first, I thought we had the perfect baby, right? <laughs> baby didn't cry. Baby didn't use a passy. The baby woke up, pooped a few times, went to sleep. Woke up, pooped a few times, forgot ate, went to sleep. But now, she does not sleep. She cries all day, and she only wants one person. And that's fine. <laughs> Completely fine with me. But when I'm left alone with Shiloh, it becomes a little beef situation, but we we work still working through, it. still working on it. She'll be talking like she's just no bad baby. She just don't want to sleep. She what just doesn't want to sleep. Call it what you want. Even during the day, her naps be like thirty minute cat yeah. naps. Yeah, I, and I just like, what is happening? She is going through a leap right now, so I'm giving her a little grace. But we tired. Yeah, we real sleepy right now. <laughs> And we've been busy, man. Like I said, we gonna, so I got, I, you know, I got goals, right? So oh. <laughs> breastfeeding has me losing too much weight. Oh, I mean, boy. I'm down. I'm, I I weigh ten pounds less than I did when I got pregnant with Shiloh. <clears throat> and so I was like, I gotta get some weight back on me. So I started training with Bear's trainer. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm teaching Pilates at Tara Training Fitness, but now I'm also paying her. To train me because I need help putting on my weight again, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, um, where was I going with this? I have no idea. You said you had goals and you were trying to meet your goals, but I think you were oh, going to say yeah. you couldn't go to so the gym. So this morning, yeah, okay, I got so you. This, so last, I, I started going. I started going last week. This morning, Shiloh, I can't even count how many times she woke up last night. Good lord. And so I'm, I don't slept through my alarm. There's no telling how many times I snoozed it. He walks in there at 730. I thought you were going to the gym today. And I'm so right out of it. that I, I, It's not even registering to me that it's Monday. And I said that I was going to go to the gym on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Slept right through it. <laughs> so I'm trying to help her. You know what I'm saying? So now she I'm already miss so. my day. So and it is week. what it is at this point. <laughs> it is what it is. But you had a question. You want to read that? Speaking of these kids, you want me to read it out loud? Because you, you had something in your phone you want to talk about. And I'm going to pitch it to you right now. <laughs> is having kids really that bad? <laughs> I thought about this all last night. So when I saw this, I'm like, man, this is the perfect topic is having kids. Because some people think that having kids is all bubbles and cupcakes and run. And it is. You know what I mean? If you have help around. But go ahead. (laughs) Read the question. Not trying to be rude, but I see so many comments from people saying they wish they hadn't had kids and how much they regret it due to how much it affects their lives. I'm 27 and me and my partner are thinking about having kids in the next few years, but the comments really do make me worry. It's not worth it. I know kids are going to change your life, but is it really that bad? I think there's a couple of different levels to unpack here. (laughs) Um, Today, yes. No. Okay. There's never... There has never been a moment 
in my life since I've had kids where I have regretted having them. Mm, Even in like the most tiring, stressful moments, there's never been a time where I've regretted having kids. That's a fact. Um, There are things that I miss about my life prior to having kids. Mm -hmm. But I don't regret having kids. Right. Um, And having kids come with challenges. Yeah. So there's the actual challenge of raising the kids, right? But then you also have the added challenge of navigating life with the kids with the person you've chosen to have kids with. That's the biggest thing. You got it. Um, And so your relationship changes. You go through cycles. And so I think transitioning from one to two has been easier. Mm-hmm. Um, It's been... Well, I'll say this. Transitioning from one to two has been harder as far as the load of the work around the house and the kids. But um, as far as our relationship goes, it was harder with Blake. Yeah, I think it was. You're right. It hasn't, you know, transitioning from one to two kids hasn't really affected our relationship. No. the way that it did after we had Blake. After we had Blake, it was just a whirlwind. Yeah. <laughs> the change was so big that I don't think we expected it. Right? You all know that the roles will change, things will change, people will change. Um, so when you have kids, it's like, man, when you had the first one, the first one is like, whoa, this is a big, a big change. Like, man, listen, moving in with the person for the first time, you got a new person moving into your house. All of a sudden, you got to make sure this person is fed, can't take care of themselves. But then for two, the second kid is like, all right, man, we, we know what to expect now. We know how to manage this thing now. So it's not that bad, I don't yeah. think. And, and it's kind of like you see why people, like, after they have the second one, they go on to keep having kids because not no, much No, I don't see that. Uh-uh. Well, uh-uh. I don't stop. see that. Stop. Because you just know what to do. Well, yeah. There's, like, nothing to be surprised <laughs> about at that point Shit. when it comes to having kids. Um, that's not to say that we want a third one. To talk to him. Um, but I also see how, like, when people have them, they're just like, I'll just yeah. keep having them. But then on the flip side, I also understand when people have one and they decide to be done mm-hmm. because it's not easy. Um, but again, there's also no regret. Yeah. It's just, I feel like it doesn't matter what you do in your life, you're always going to have challenging moments. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what you pick and choose, right? Um, and so we chose to have kids. That's a fact. You said so, some. You what? said something important earlier that I don't want to graze over. Uh, glaze over. I'm sorry. You said that it's important to make sure that the person you have the kid with is the right person too. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, man, like having kids. I would. Hell no. I don't regret it at all. Like, I love my children. Love both of them too. <laughs> death now you can have kids and love your children to death and then not like the person that you had them with i know that's a fact and that can become a problem that can cause unnecessary tension between you and your kids because you regret having the kids with that particular person love your kids to death don't like that person shit you can't even look at them drop the kids off you drive right on off fast dude don't you want to come back and i think that's the biggest issue with that question because we get along just fine um but it's like you said carving out the time and making sure that we have time for each other and also making sure that we tag team the kids so in regards to the you know you saying so many people say that they hate having kids i don't think there's enough conversation prior to getting pregnant mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people have children with people, even people who are in marriages have children together and they don't agree with how the kids should be raised. They have different values when it comes to kids. (laughs) And that also is a big strain on the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, that, that's an issue for people who are not, you know, who that's an issue for people who choose to not stay together after they have kids and for people who are married 
you know, and decide to yeah. have kids. Yeah. And so I think there should be more conversation on the front end. So if you're like, okay, I'm 20, what the hell did she say? She 27. was 27. Yeah, 27. Um, in the next couple of years. So by 30, I want to have my first kid. I think over the next couple of years, it should be some serious conversations about, okay, what does that look like? How do we want our children to be raised? How do you plan to discipline your children? Would you like our children to go to private school or uh, public school? Yeah. Um, are there any family members around that you mm-hmm. wouldn't feel uh you know that you wouldn't feel uh, comfortable with our kids going to start having those types of conversations <laughs> you know maybe book a therapy session so y'all can talk about like I knew I'm, it was I'm coming. serious because I knew it was coming because there's you have kids and then you don't realize the type of things you're going to have issues with like one of our biggest disagreements is the way that we feed our children yeah um, it's a fact it's a fact as far as like what they're going to what they're going to eat, mm-hmm. less junk food, more fruits and vegetables. Like, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, so let them be kids. I, like, kid eat all the kid, sugar man. you want." Sugar and I'm up. like, "But he needs substance. He like, you know, he needs nutrients." And so that that's been one of our biggest arguments. It could have helped had we had that <laughs> conversation but beforehand. We didn't, but see, we didn't need therapy to have that conversation. We just should have said, hey, this is where I align on food. Where do you align? We could have talked about it and then like level set and got an equal playing field on what we wanted to do moving forward. Well, the forward. reason why I'm yeah, suggesting take- therapy is because therapists ask questions that for things that you don't think about I got you. when yeah, it I comes to that. stuff I'm like waiting. that. I'm and you know, you could get in front of a therapist and they could ask you a question and you could be like, hmm, I never, I've never actually thought about that i'm with it i'm with it um what childhood trauma do, do you have that could spill over into our future kids relationships how are how are you disciplined by your parents do you plan to discipline your kids the same way that your parents disciplined you that's a good one that's a good one Ain't you know? no corporal punishment i'm not hitting no kids so it's challenging but again you can get through we may when we we decided, well, and my mom jokes about so with with my mom and my dad, none of us were playing. There, I have <laughs> oh. it's, it's there's three of us. I'm the oldest. None of us were playing. Uh, but with Baird and I, we planned both of our children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I feel like with the plan, um, it, it's less room for surprises. It's like yeah. we know what we're getting into. Yeah. Um, granted, you don't know what type of child you're going to have and the challenges that's going to come with right, each child. Right. Um, but you just face that as you approach them. I'm gonna you tell know, as they come. I'm gonna tell y'all right now on this podcast, if we have another kid, it's not planned. Next yeah, hundred yeah. percent not planned. It's yeah, the, if we it's ha- the if most we unplanned thing in the world. <laughs> Like y'all think y'all playing Russian roulette? No. <laughs> that would be the most unplanned situation I have ever thought about. <laughs> I'm putting this gun in the holster, Jack. I'm telling you, I'm still thinking about getting these nuts still. But I don't feel comfortable letting the doctor cut on my balls like that. So I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing. Like the other day, I was a, I'm going to, here I go. Here I go. I'm taking it there. The other day... <laughs> I thought about it. I'm like, man, I thought about that. I'm like, boy, it was getting a little bit too loose for me. Like, loose in a good way. Like, I'm going, we going too crazy. So, before we got to that point, I hit the eject button. And it's okay to eject a little bit sooner than you would like to. Rather safe than sorry. So, if it's just what it takes for me to do, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to calculate one pump, two pump, three pump, four, and then get to the four and a half and I'm trying to get loose. No, I'm out of there. One pump, two pump, three pump, and I'm out. And then by the fourth and the fifth, well, whatever, you know, I'm just going to have to do. You get what I'm saying without saying it. <laughs> if you don't, you've never been in my situation before. So and that's all why they need male birth control. Yeah, they do. They do. When I, because if it's a hundred percent. Um, effective, then I'll take it. But I'm not playing with that 1%. <laughs> I'm not playing with it 99.9 at open. I'm no way. So if, we, if, you, if, you, if there's ever another pregnancy <laughs> announcement from us, it's definitely an oopsie. Um, if you don't want to get snips, fired and day. I'm not going back in to get my tubes tied. So it yeah. could very well be an oopsie, but... <sighs> Yeah. It's definitely not nothing planned. Over not here. at all. Not at all. 
So I'm, I'm trying to be safe, man. Like I said, I'm oh. pulling out right before, well before it gets to that point. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say back to like the original topic. Yes, um, kids. As far as, <laughs> you know, people say that they hate kids. I feel like it's more so a, a hating of the kids. Now, some people I have seen online, I'm like, damn, you really don't like having kids, do you? You know, you, um, it's the but I think it's the fact that they just miss their old lives. And yeah. so I I understand that everything comes in seasons. And right now, this is just our season to be in the house raising the kids. Cool. One day, the kids will get older and we'll be back outside. Well, this is our season right now. But, cool. but again, we chose this. And it's fine. So we can't take our frustrations out on our kids. I told y'all the time I went to Publix and I saw the dude throw his kid in the car and talk bad to him. That really broke my heart. Like, I'm never going to take my frustrations or my impatientness out on my kids. And that's the main thing. And you can, as long as you got patience, you can deal with everything else. Um, And just like I said, find time. If you got help, you're good. You don't have to worry about none of that. If you have somebody around you that can help you take care of your kids, free child care can come over when you need them to come over and be there, then you're good. My cousin back in Mississippi I had my grandmother there and his mom and everybody else that was around. Like It was a whole community there to help raise his son. And he's on a great path right now. So, <laughs> I mean, listen. I mean... It works if you got if you have the community around you. It's better than not. So I will say that. And then you just so I've had to just release, you know, a little bit of control because we don't have family here. Um, But there are things that we want to do outside of our kids, and so we supposed to go to the strip club in Nashville. We still ain't been (laughs) this month. We supposed to only out of sheer curiosity. (laughs) I'm trying to get in that thing. Throw about. Now, I ain't going to tell me something to throw, depending um, on how y'all look. But every person that we have allowed to watch our kids have just kind of, all the people that have worked out has just kind of fallen in our lap. And it's amazing. I love it. Um, And so I've had moms ask me, like, how do you find people to watch your kids? You know, if it's like an extended stay. We're traveling to the grandparents. Yeah. Like, you know, we can take the kids down to Mississippi. Uh, Barry and I are going on vacation by ourselves in uh, a couple of weeks. And so we're, my mom and sister are coming in. Okay. There's something we got to talk about that a lot of people don't talk about. You also have to trust the other person's family and family members yeah. to watch your kids. Listen, there's some people in India's family I'm not gonna leave my kids with. I love them to death. They just not. I'm not gonna go too far. I'm not gonna leave the city with you having my kid. I'm gonna be in the city, be in the vicinity. I can come get him. You know what I mean, or her. But everybody, India's mom is cool. Whatever. Well, yo, I'm gonna leave both my kids with Miss Blake. You got it. But other <laughs> other family members, I get nervous about. Same. Even my mama right now. I was saying vice versa. (laughs) Even my mama. My mama, Blake is with Blake is in Mississippi. My mom told me two days after Blake got down here, she broke her toe. And then she wanted to take my son skating. Now I started getting a little skeptical. Like, where is your head at? He can't skate. Well, I'm gonna still skate with him. Why? You just broke your toe. Make it make sense. So you got listen, you have to to be aware of who's watching your kid. I'm telling you, boy, <laughs> even the family members get a little sketchy. You got to watch out. So I can say it's a, it's, it's a trust factor. But like yeah. I say, everybody else is kind of like, so like one of the people that watches Blake um, is an old teacher from his school. Um, and we love her. The kids love her. And my homegirl Sydney, her mama watches the kids. Big Sid. Uh, we love and trust her. Um, so when it comes to that kind of stuff, you really just kind of tap into your intuition. I don't know what kind of intuition he has, but there has been times where you know somebody hate. was supposed to watch Blake, and I've changed my mind at the last minute. She gonna hate on me. I ain't never called her. She always catches strays. Anyway, to um, so go back to answer the you know question. something, you know something just fell off, and I was like, no, nope, we're not doing it. I'd rather not go anywhere than send my kids. With somebody that I don't 100% trust That's a fact, that's a fact, we talked about this So to answer the question Have kids, man, it's not 
bad at all. It's not, you can figure it out. Get your money straight. Get your person straight. Open them legs and get you a kid. That's all you got to do. But point. it's also okay if you don't want kids. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you decide yeah. you just don't want kids, that's then that's fine, fine Because some people have kids and don't deserve them. Yes, um, Talk about it. But if you want kids and you're hesitant just because of what you see people say online, no. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Just, yeah. just plan. Prepare and plan. You know, and then you know you'll be fine. Yeah, don't read into that. Don't don't read too much into it. But let's get down to business because I do got something to talk about really quickly. Let's do it. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the let's podcast. That's what I man. We watched that on uh, Tiny Desk over the weekend. If you haven't, fellas out there, <laughs> any of my homeboys listening to this, let me tell you what you need to do. Um, this is Tuesday. Thursday, because you know you're going into the weekend. Go ahead and start getting her ready. All right. So Thursday is what I want you to do. I want you to turn on that baby face, tiny desk. Get you some wine for your woman to tell her y'all gonna do something different tonight. <laughs> Cut it on. Man, get you a charcuterie board. Put it out. <laughs> get ready and just chill. Watch baby face and that baby face do your macking. And by the time the concert over, you can already put your hand on that thigh. And you slid up to their vagina, and then you just get busy. Oh, bro! And then you know what well, that baby face. You should have started the podcast with that Karen White. But it's too slow. It's too slow. No, it's, my it's favorite not. Song. Hey, it's too slow. No, it's not. I can't get the vibes where I need it to be. Right there. I'm already. You just skip you. to the middle of the song. I'm not doing that. You like I'm DJing on the podcast. What are you saying right now, Queen? That's a great song. If you have not heard, um, if you ain't heard that, you just should be listening Karen to this podcast. <laughs> This ain't for you. This ain't the podcast for you. If you've never heard Karen White Superwoman, man or woman, this ain't the podcast for you. No more. I rebuke you. You what? I said that. Oh. My lip, man. It's my lip. He it's my lip and my teeth. Do not say anything about people from Memphis with the way you talking on this podcast today. Now, y'all would have said rebuke. You know, the y'all, the use and everything, y'all. Anyway. We were online over the weekend, and I saw the best posts, and I wanted to come on here and talk about it. The young lady that said, people say she's too pretty to work in Home Depot. Mm. Give it up for her one time, man. Give yeah. it up for her. Now, I saw this post, and she was saying, like, man, that's really degrading about people saying that she's too pretty to work in Home Depot. Now, before um, I start playing, I want to say, because I'm about to start playing. Oh, well, she's right, man. You can't just tell somebody. I saw a lot of people in the comments, you need to get OnlyFans. Oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. You can't tell somebody to be a sex worker. If that's not what they want to do, like, <laughs> sex work, some people love it. And it's cool if you do. That's, that's your job. Like, but you can't just make a person want to be a sex worker when they have ethics and morals and that just don't align with that type of work. She wants to work at Home Depot and earn what she is, what she deems to be an honest living. What's wrong with that? My um, for one, she was a very pretty girl. Uh, but from what I know, Home Depot pays well. My old boss from one of the companies that I used to work for, she worked at, at Home Depot out of college. Mm -hmm. So. It's a decent job. She can pay for what she needs to pay for. She's a college student. There and you go. I think it's commendable because she is not, you know, a lot of pretty girls in college, they're on social media. They're getting the social media deals and, yeah. you know, they're trying to be an influencer. Um, you know, you got the OnlyFans girls and yeah. all of that. And granted, I, I, so when I read the post, I understood what she was saying. Um, if you've ever been a woman walking through home, like, I kid you not. It's a non-traditional job. I yeah. cannot, like me as, this is me as a person not working at Home Depot. I can't go into Home Depot by myself without being stopped by a man. Ring on or not, every time I go to Home Depot by myself, I'm being stopped by a man And imagine Depot. working at Home Depot looking so, like right. she looks. So she's a pretty girl and she works there. Of course, it does not surprise me that men are like you too pretty to be working me. Why you working at Home Depot? I've seen y'all go to the strip club next the same thing. Boy, T Pain made a whole song about it. Boy, you know you too fine to be working in the strip club. What you wanted to do? So it's the same thing. Like what you wanted to do? You finna take out? Gonna pay her bills? 
But it'd be the same men hollering about, oh, I want me an independent woman. I want a woman that's going to have her own. Well, she's trying to get her own. She hustling. If you go to Home Depot, she said she works in the paint department. It's always a woman working in the paint department. Because y'all got good color skills. Bro. Me, <laughs> me it's color a woman blind. working in the paint department. I've seen so many women working in the paint department near Home Depot. Me and the color blind, but you ain't seen so many women that look like that. That's what they saying. I ain't saying, you know, well, let me back out. You said she was pretty. I'm disagreeing with you. She's gorgeous. No, She's a very pretty girl. I didn't want to catch a straight. But um, yeah, so I, I I didn't see any problem with all the men. Just, just, men were just going crazy. They were doing too much. Now, it was some funny comments under there, though. It was like, man, I can't wait to go get hammered at this Home Depot. <laughs> it was that's the crazy. problem. Like, men are disgusting. Like, men be making things uncomfortable for women yeah, for yeah. no fucking reason. They have no boundaries. Like, men, you niggas, y'all need to do better. She was a y'all Christian suck woman. On a like on a lot of levels. I just didn't understand what they wanted her to do, though. But now I will say this. And if you if you think she's so if you think she's so pretty to work there, then write a fat check and be like, here. This will last you how many more years you got in college? Write mm. a big fat ass check mm. to get her through the rest of college and leave her alone. They Other don't than want that, that, keep your comments to yourself. They don't want that. They, they don't want that. You know what they try? You too pretty to work at home. People here, let me take you out. What I am is too pretty to be sitting here talking to your ugly duck ass. You on fire, ass. So I ain't, I'm gonna let you cut me off for that one. But don't do it again. Cause now I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was ready to get loose. I mean, I but nah, but for real. So it's okay to work at Home Depot. However, if she was changing tires and discount tires, then I would say the same thing. I'm not even gonna lie. If I see you change the oil at Mazda, I'm like, idiot. You, you, you. Uh. Some women really like that kind of stuff. I think that, Bruh, if, ain't that no woman finna be changing no tire. if that's what they want to do, then let them do it. <laughs> we were um we were looking at a home. Uh we were looking at a home that we were uh thinking about buying a week ago. And they're building so the, the home we were looking at was already finished. They're building a home next to that one mm-hmm. and i was looking at the window it was a, wo- a woman on top of the roof laying shingles laying shingles oh my God, she was she was getting it in <laughs> i'm like yeah so if women want to have jobs that are traditionally for <laughs> men let them have their jobs but she wasn't so you <laughs> yeah you finna say that lady wasn't pretty what are you trying to say i was saying i was saying we don't know how she looks outside we, we of them, uh, them, them uh Construction clothes. You got a good point. It's, it's, it's always because she I'm could saying. clean up real nice. I'm not. Say, I'm not saying you're wrong. I kind of saw it from a distance though, but I'm not saying that you're wrong. All I'm saying is that if a woman, I actually said, thought it was cool. I said, "Damn, look at her up there, uh, building a roof." I want to. <laughs> I want to know how to build a roof. All right, chill. Now you just take it too far. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> what are some jobs? <laughs> you think I'm playing up for real? Right, whatever. What are some jobs <laughs> that you would think you're too pretty to do? What are some jobs that no, you No, because think... I don't want nobody coming for Come me. Come on, man. We just having a good time. We potting right now. We potting. What are some jobs? I'm so gonna tell there's you what... not a job oh, that I yeah. think that I'm too pretty to do. Okay. There's not a job that I, that I think I'm too pretty to do. We just potting right now. Um, Come on. If it came down to it, and I needed to do any type of it. I ain't finna sell my soul for no money. We're not doing that. But say for instance, I was down on hard times and I had to be a janitor or you know, a cleaning oh, person. Hell no, or just, whatever. I'm like lit. I'm not too pretty to do anything. Right? Yeah. Um, there has been a job that I applied for. <laughs> I was gonna talk and about it. I cried, oh. but it wasn't, it had nothing to do with my looks. It had everything to do that I, with the fact that you thought I you wanted more. Bottom. Yes. My girl called yes. me crying. So it was, um, the Amazon I'll warehouse. tell you the story. I, it was, um, I had just finished the MTSU. I was looking for a job. Mind you, I had been on several interviews for other jobs and had not landed a, like any of the jobs. I went to school for community and public health. I had interviewed at the health, health department. You, yeah, um, you I, I had minored in um, 
I had minored in social work and I had also interviewed at this like um, juvenile detention facility as a tutor for the boys. Didn't get that job. So, I mean, I'm going on these interviews and I'm not landing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, While I was in college, I was I was working at a daycare. Mm -hmm. I worked with infants like I've always loved babies. Um, But I was trying to find a job and what I went to school for and nothing was happening for me. So I was like, okay. I need a job. <laughs> like, I need a job. Like, today. My girl pulled up at Amazon. So like, I pulled up, up at Amazon because I had known several people who, I mean, it was in Murfreesboro. We, we knew a lot of people that had worked at the Amazon warehouse. Um, and so I walked in there. Of course, they hired me on the spot. I think I was supposed to start like the next that day. day. Was like it the, that day or something? They were like, shit, that, that evening, that night. Yeah, because I, I had uh, went in there, filled out the application, I did the drug test, and you know I was supposed to start. Um, but it was just the it was like the thought of me having to just pick up stuff and just pick up, move it online. <laughs> then you know that I was just like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I went out to the car and I just boohooed. I called beer and I was bawling. <laughs> they come, Daddy Warbucks to the so rescue. It, it, it had absolutely nothing to do with the way I looked. It was just a simple fact that I didn't want to do that job. Yeah. And I think that's okay. Um You know what job you mentioned the job. And so you mentioned go ahead. I um I sat there and I like cried some more because I did I was I was supposed huh? to go back in to fill out the something else, you know, so that I could start working that night. My girl drove off. Um and I drove off. <laughs> She ain't want to work. I drove off. She ain't want to work. So, um... So you, but you're not too pretty to work in a warehouse. It wasn't what you had in the cards. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, and so, I like, I prayed about it. And then the next day, I was like, well, I've worked in daycares before. I'll just go find another daycare job. Yeah. Um, Because Amazon wasn't paying that much, you know, but it was, it was going to be enough yeah. to help me with what I needed help with at that time. And so I was like, well, I'll just go back to a daycare. And so I'm not from the area. I'm from Memphis. Talk to um, so I wasn't familiar with other areas around Murfreesboro. Like I wasn't familiar with Franklin and Nashville and all of that. All right, you about so to I go told deep. him, I said, you know what? <laughs> I heard that they pay more yeah, you um, say that. in Franklin. So the next day, I called this daycare in Franklin random. Like, daycares in Franklin, called the first one that popped up. And it's like, yeah, we're hiring. Come on in for an interview. So I went in and got that job. Um, and I think I was getting paid like $13, $14 an hour. But I stayed there, and that is how I ended up in project management. So my. If you want to know more about her my, resume, you can reach out to um, her. Uh, and you probably like, how you how you go to Project Management from daycare? Oh, well, I had we a parent. We, we don't want to know all. No, us, no, because it's the end to this story. I had a parent. What? I had what? a kid in my classroom, and she was like, "I feel like you should be doing something more than this." And I was like, "I feel that too," because I'm still applying for jobs. And so, um, I interviewed for a job at her company as a project coordinator. She got did. that she job, did. and I ended up there for like three years. Um, and then I, by the end of it, I was a project manager. Uh, All and so <laughs> sometimes it just ain't sitting right in your spirit with stuff oh. you're supposed to do. You know, sometimes stuff's not making sense, but it'll make sense in the long run. Okay. Um, what did they have so, to do with the topic? While I don't think I'm too pretty for a okay. single job. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Way to bring it back. A job doesn't feel right. I know that it's because God has something greater for me <laughs> down the line. And so for the young lady that works at Home Depot, she could be working at Home Depot now. And there's no telling what type of skills that she could be. What if the girl is trying to be an interior designer and she know how to mix them paint colors? And, you know, there's no telling right. what type of skills she's gaining from what she actually dudes. wants to do. It was only dudes telling her that, though. Because it was like, men ain't got no, no sense. And I'm sick of them. We ain't got no game, man. That's what I keep telling y'all. We don't know how to approach a pretty woman. That's really the whole problem. 
We think that's the intro line for good looking women who are doing things that we don't think they should be doing. Like I mentioned, non-traditional things. That's the first pickup line. Let me tell you the worst things to say to a woman. Fellas, listen up. I'm coming to you right now. That's number one. You're too pretty to be doing something. I don't know what that something is, but that's one of them. Another one is, hey, queen, you should smile more. What if she's having a bad day? What if she doesn't want to smile? What if her dog just died or something like that? Those two things are not appropriate. Then don't just go up to a woman and try to hug them and touch them either. You can't do those type of things. I think that's where we mess up. We see a pretty woman at Home Depot. Instead of just introducing yourself and being normal, the first thing out of our mouth is, damn, man, you sure look good. Why are you working at Home Depot? That's silly. <laughs> you don't know her circumstances. That's why she's working at Home Depot. So I feel like we have to do a better job of approaching women then maybe she actually likes her job <laughs> she said she did i went down the rabbit hole hey yeah listen i saw you Shaq. she too young but i Shaq, i've been seeing you i seen you with Brittany Brittany renner <laughs> we see you i saw you dm the young lady <laughs> we see you Shaq. Shaq boy Shaq is sniper old school sniper <laughs> zion williamson can use some pointers from Shaq. Cause he out here sniffing on his Where are you going with this? You were about to say something. (laughs) All I was saying is we got to figure out a better way. That's what I'm trying to say. We have to figure out a better way as men to approach women. And I will say, I thought about this. One of the jobs that I think women are too pretty for, it's like a double entendre, is something you mentioned. And we didn't even talk about that. I think some women are too pretty to be um, correction officers at a juvenile detention center. (laughs) And you go in there with all those troubled teens and you look a certain way, they're going to be on your head top. Well, I will so say I that do. that job was not for me because I, I had to go in and I toured the facility. First of all, that was one of them interviews where... Yeah, you told me that the guys were saying they were trying to shoot at you. Yeah. As soon as you walked yeah. in, you too pretty for that job. But it job. wasn't like a one, one-off interview. I had like four interviews at that, mm-hmm. at that place. Four interviews at that place. So I was very close to getting that job, but it wasn't for me. <laughs> it was not for me. Listen, man. And then, fellas, when you go to the strip club, too, it's another line you can't say, man, you know you don't got to do this, right? Well, then she like doing her job. We got to think of something else to say. We have to find a better way to break the ice. And I think that's what we're missing. I see. I think that's what we're missing right now. Ways to break the break the ice. We need an intro line, and we're not doing a good job at it. So yeah, we got to figure out a better way. Now, if somebody come up to me and say I'm too pretty for a certain job, I'm gonna be like, well, what checks are you about to write today? You gonna get mad that's at going them. to allow me gonna to get stop hot. working this job? You gonna get fire hot at them? Now, what job would you do in order to let's say we fell on the hard times, right? Mm-hmm. We got a bad like I don't know. We went bankrupt. We need some paper. How far would you go to support our family? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I mean, I don't know what you mean by that. I go get like a waitressing job. As far as you go? I go to the Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see? See why you got why you gotta take a shot at the Waffle House workers? I'm, I'm not taking that. a shot at the Waffle House yeah, workers. I'm just saying I go to anywhere. I go, I go be a waitress at a diner. As far as you go? Um as far as you take the culture. What if you had an opportunity to um, model nude? They're going to give you a lot of money. Would you do it? Model nude? Nude model. What's the publication? <laughs> Talk to them. <laughs> Hustle Hollywood. What you doing? You putting them titties on the line Hustle for our family? Hollywood. No, I'm not doing Hustle Hollywood. What for our family? You want to put them titties on? That wouldn't be a tasteful nude photo. Chanel Monet showing them titties every time we turn around. And you wouldn't put them titties on the line for our yeah, family? No, because my, my, my titties used to look like Janelle Monet, but I didn't bring the two kids now. They don't look like Janelle Monet titties no more. She had, she had the perfect areola. Y'all saw that video um, of Beyonce on her Renaissance tour, and she's in this like long sleeve mini dress. No. And she's sitting there and she's like bouncing her titties. And like they just just flapping. <laughs> That's what mine are right now. They just flap. They just flap jacks like elephant uh, ears. <laughs> elephant ears. Do the titties hang low? Do they wobble to the low? You feel me? But listen, low hanging titties are in style now. Let's just go ahead and say it. Titties are back inside. Used to be all about the ass. Titties are making the comeback, right? Because we hitting that thing from the back. And them titties swinging back and forth. It's like a hammock. 
The nipples long enough, you can tie them together and make a hammock, and you laying them titties all night. So titties are making a comeback. Shout out to Janelle Monet being on the front line of the titty comeback. The titty renaissance. I like it. I like what's going on. I used to be a titty guy back in the day. My first, you were. My first girlfriend in um, high school, I liked her so much because she had them slabs. That first girlfriend ever. She was like, I was like seven, eight grade. Like, she got things on her. We were looking at their tail back in the day. But them breasts, they were there. When I met well, you. Well, because back in the day, it wasn't like the BBL era. Like people went, okay. I mean, people had asses, but they, they didn't have asses the way the asses are assing today. They had them homegrown tits, though. <laughs> My homegrown titties was bouncing. And it wasn't no sports bras back in the day. Them things used to just be moving. Just, loof, loof, loof. It wasn't a lot of sports you, when I met you, you used to never have on a bra when you were young. Like, did she, did she, is she poor? Well, is she I need not some on support. a bra? Listen, I'm about to get some duct I tape to her up. up. <laughs> tape the titty to her neck so it can stay where it needs to be, right? I need an underwire. <laughs> Damn, you going crazy. Um, let me move on because I see something happening in, in the corner of my eye that we need to hurry up and fast forward. Now unqualified advice from B Love and B Love's <laughs> relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week my relationships tip came from <laughs> something else I saw online. <laughs> this morning I woke up and I saw Jocelyn Hernandez fighting one of the people from her show. Jocelyn Hernandez was fighting, and then I saw her husband <sighs> jump into the fight. And it made me question as a husband. When you see your wife fight, do you jump in? So I started looking at myself like, damn, would I jump in? Um, I wouldn't necessarily jump in and like steal off on the girl, but I will like grab you or grab her and let you get a few. Um, but then I will pull you off. My thing is this now, too. I'm at an age, if my wife is fighting, I need to reconsider. I should have reconsidered a few things a long time ago. Now, if she provoked the fight, then I for sure should have reconsidered. But, you know, if you, if you get into a little altercation and it was unprovoked like you did in that elevator that time, it's a little bit different. She got into an argument like last year, being her big age. I wasn't around. It was girls. And y'all know girls, when they go out, it's always going to be some mess at the end of the night. It can't never go out. And the biggest thing is about splitting the bill. You be telling my business. It don't matter. You tell mine all the time. It's always about splitting the bill, too. It was, that was not about splitting I the know, bill. I know, but the most of the time, it's about... When, and the girls I go out with, we ain't arguing about splitting the bill. We gonna pay for it, and it's gonna be the end of it. Excuse if me, If we gotta queen. argue about splitting the bill, we're not going out together. But the majority of the time when girls go out, y'all do argue about a lot of things. What was that about? <laughs> Who's the better friend? I think it was some bullshit. I'm, I'm just gonna say that it was 100% provoked. See what I'm saying? So, um, if she's provoked, hold on, hold on, but if, but if she's provoked, and if I'm around, hopefully she get the first lick. Ha! Now, after that, I'm going to grab her and scoop her. Now, I'm not going to try to jump in, I'm gonna, but I am going to break it up quickly enough um, so that she doesn't get hit. Hopefully, I can do that. Now, if I get hit in the process by the girl, I'm cool with taking a few licks as long as she don't, like, knock me out of some shit. That's embarrassing. But I am going to grab my woman as quickly as possible and get her out of Dodge and move on. But hopefully, you get the first lick and make it good to get you. Wow. Get you a good one. No. Sometimes, my biggest thing is I don't I don't like when people can't hold their liquor. And that's typically what the fights come from these days. Yeah. Um, But if I see you getting jumped. I don't jumped, tolerate no disrespect. All right. We done with that. But if I see you getting jumped. I'm jumping in. Women or not, I'm not going to let my wife jump in because you have to deal with this when you go back home. You see your wife get beat up. Where were you? Why didn't you help? I'm like, damn. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't want to hit a woman. But if y'all jump in my wife, I'm going to I'm going to at least push y'all off. Push out the way. I'm not going to smack. I'm going to punch. So I needless to say that what Jocelyn's husband did. Um, it was a First of all, bit, I didn't know Jocelyn had a husband. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know she had one. Because what he did wasn't cool. He kicked that girl while she was on the ground. That's not cool. Oh, no, that's terrible. It's not cool. Like, you can't kick nobody when you're on the ground, but and you can't help you. just kind of got to let women's business be women's business. Talk I would just kind of expect you to break it up. Yeah, that's what I said. But she had security there, and security was breaking it up. So I'm not going to fight. Like I said, unless you're getting jumped. I'm still not going to fight. I'm going to push everybody out of the way and try to get you as quickly as possible. Because the thing is, if you're there, you're not going to be the only guy there. So I'm right, pretty sure right. one of the other girls in the group would also have a guy there. 
or something like that. And then, well, and then that's a whole other ball the game. That's a, yeah, then, then you gotta fight yeah, the guy. Because <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to help me if I'm fighting, right? If I'm getting beat up or if somebody jumped me, I would hope you just call the police or go get a gun. I call some friends. Yeah, so it was like a New Year's Eve. We're about this a lot older now. We're a <laughs> lot older now. Um, but remember it was like we went to a, a New Year's Eve. We talked about um, this a lot, yeah. Something at somebody's house. And that guy started acting crazy. Oh, no, crazy. we haven't talked about this yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a whole bunch. He was about to get beat up bad. And so it was like a whole bunch of guys. Like, he he was talking he so was crazy. Outnumbered. I don't know if he had a gun or... But it was too much going on. And, you know, I can't fight no no man. So I just grabbed, like, a beer bottle. Because I was like, well, if they just so happen to come past me, I'll just take the bottle and, you know, knock them upside the head. I hope you do it harder than that. Um, That's about all I can do. <laughs> So I'm saying when it comes to me. <laughs> so you gotta have that conversation with your woman too. Speaking of conversation, y'all need to have talk about what happens in situations like that. But then those situations times. really shouldn't be happening. You shouldn't like have those situations should not be happening. If this big age, those situations should if not be happening. If you or your woman go out and you're looking for trouble right now. Man, shame on y'all, man. And even when I got into that little altercation, I felt really bad because I have not let someone bring me out of character like that in a very long time. I thought time. about that too. I said, yeah. So you I almost... felt bad for like a long time because I was like, I can't believe I acted like that. Um, but again, it was provoked. Now, something that we did not say: <laughs> if she goes out with her homegirls and she gets into a fight and she comes back beat up. I'm going to have a problem with her friends for letting her go out and get beat up. Now, we are going to have a long talk about that. And you and your friends can no longer be friends after that. I'm just going to tell you the truth. And this is this is it. <laughs> you, Kayla, Camille, whoever else go out and then you get into altercation and you get somebody get the best of you and they didn't help. And you tell me they didn't help. It's over with. <laughs> you can't be their friends no more. <laughs> you cannot. Because what are you good for? Me and my homies go out. I don't even care if it's one-on-one. Ain't no fair fight. If I see him getting the best of somebody, I'm, like Josh and the husband, I'm kicking. But you also <sighs> got to know who your friends are. Like, Kayla's not a fighter. It don't matter. She can just get Camille will, though. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but Kayla, she, Kayla's not a fighter. If she, hopefully she'll fight if she's seen you get your ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> if I see my homeboy getting his ass kicked, if I'm a fighter or not, I'm doing something. I'm gonna jump on top of him and just say, damn, like the grenade. Save him. Blow me up. I'm not gonna let nobody just get the best of my homies, man. <sighs> Tell the people where they can find you. I'm done. Indy Dad Maria on Instagram. You can find um, me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say book me for a Pilates class. Should have said that at the beginning of the podcast. And yeah, nobody's nobody here to support, but I make you sure. should. It's some funny shit at the end of it this is episode. I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna make sure they hear. Uh, you can find me at Love <laughs> on all social platforms. Please be sure to follow She and Our Podcast. Hit us up at She and Our Podcast at gmail.com. I already said it earlier, but go to YouTube and check us out. Like, subscribe, and share. But in the meantime, in between time. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 she I, 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 I